Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I hope that you are having a fabulous day and I'm super stoked about this episode today. We're going to be talking all about Control IQ, but if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please do take a second to hit that subscribe button because that way you won't miss out on upcoming shows or bonus content. And if this episode is helpful to you today or it inspires you in some way, please do take a second to rate and review this podcast if you haven't done so already. If you have, thank you. I love you. But if you haven't and you have time, if you're not driving, maybe you'll remember later to just tap the stars. You can scroll down on whichever app you're listening to this podcast on, tap the stars to rate the podcast. And then if you feel called to do so, if you want to just leave a quick review, it helps this podcast out so much and I really appreciate it. And when you take the time to rate and review this podcast, it is one way that helps to expand the reach of this podcast so that more people can find this show and benefit from listening to this content. So thank you so much for your support of this show. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. So you're probably wondering difference between basal IQ and control IQ. And if you don't know what either of those are, this is, we're talking about the Tandem T Slim Insulin Pump, the new feature that they have, which is not really that new anymore. But if you haven't switched over yet, some of you guys might be in the process or thinking about it. This is my honest take on it. I was so excited to switch from basal IQ, which I loved, to control IQ because I thought it was going to be like having a real pancreas where it just like injects insulin for you based on your blood sugar if it's going up, but it's not really the case. And I was actually really disappointed, going to be totally honest with you, when I switched. And I'm just going to tell you, if you have not switched yet, after this episode, think about it. You might not want to. It's up to you. Um, if you have switched, it's not the end of the world. There's a few things that you can do that will just help you if you're struggling with it a little bit. If you're like, why did I switch? Because once you switch, you can't switch back. So basically, the difference between the two is, well, control IQ, well, first of all, you probably already know what basal IQ is, right? <laughs> but basal IQ, it works with your Dexcom. So basically, depending on what your blood sugar is, your pump will shut off if your blood sugar is dropping at a certain rate, uh, which is just amazing because it saved me so many glucose tablets. I didn't have to worry about like switching off my pump if my blood sugar was dropping. It just did it all for you, especially in the middle of the night. So in on any given night when I otherwise would have like woken up in the middle of the night with a low, your pump just works with your Dexcom. So it'll 
be like, oh, you're dropping. Let's shut off your all of your basal so you have no insulin in your body whatsoever. And then you don't even have to wake up with a low blood sugar. So I loved Basal IQ. Control IQ is a little bit different. It keeps your blood sugars higher. <laughs> so that is the number one thing that I did not like about it. It keeps your target blood sugar at 110. 110 milligrams per deciliter versus 100, um, which is what mine was previously set at. I don't know what your pump settings are, so maybe you have a different in-range target, but I always try to keep my blood sugar at 100. Like, obviously, that's not gonna happen all the time, right? But that is the number that I'm targeting to when I'm doing a correction for my blood sugar. So 110, even though it doesn't sound like a lot higher, it was like my average blood sugar. When I look at my trends, I typically, my blood sugars are like between 70 and 120, um, which is kind of just like the scale that my blood sugar targets range from. And then with the control IQ, I found that it would keep my range higher, like at 140 milligrams per deciliter, which some of you guys might say like, Hey, that's fine. That's good. Right. But for me personally, I have a lower range in range bottom line than control IQ allows me to have. So when I switched over, I was like, wait a second, this isn't helping me. <laughs> um, the other thing is with the control IQ is that it doesn't use your personal profile in your pump. So once you've set your pro profile a certain way so that you're getting like different amounts of basil at different times of the day, Control IQ will actually shut that off and just use their own based on your body weight and the amount of insulin that you take per day, like your total daily dose. Um, and then once you switch, you can't switch back. So that part kind of sucks. So this is going to help you. The pros of Control IQ, so it's not like the end of the world, I'm still using it and I thought for sure, I was like, I'm going to have to just get rid of my pump because I don't like it, but I'm, I'm using it. I found a way to work, hence why we're doing this episode, but the pros are, you know, you can make it work for you. And if you have a lower in-range target like I do, then, you know, if you can make it work for you, these are the pros. So I say this because Control IQ is a pretty conservative, so that's why I'm like, if you can make it work for you. They keep their settings very conservative, higher in-range target, and I think it's because it's a new technology, so they were like a little probably worried or concerned about it, right? Um, and that's actually something that my doctor did say. She's like, it's new, so they're just really kind of keeping things more conservative, and it's great, though, if you are someone whose in-range target is um, above, like, let's say 120 milligrams per deciliter. Like, if your in-range target is above that, then you'll probably find that Control IQ does keep your blood sugars in range a lot more. Um, but if you're someone who keeps your in-range target lower like I do, then there are some things that you can do to tweak it so that Control IQ does work for you. And that is exactly what we're going to cover today. Real quick, if you are struggling to achieve your weight loss goals, if you have been like trying to shed those extra pounds, or if 2020 has just kicked you in the butt and you're like, I don't 
like where I am right now. I don't love my body. I feel uncomfortable in my skin. I just don't like this. I want to feel good. And if feeling good to you personally has anything to do with how your body looks, I know it sounds, well, it doesn't actually sound weird or crazy, but I used to feel ashamed for feeling ashamed about my body. (laughs) But I, I just want to say this. If you have a goal to lose weight, because in your mind personally, if that is one thing that will help you be the best version of yourself and feel confident in your skin, there's nothing wrong with that. And I have a free guide that can help get you started on the right track. So the guide is how to lose weight with type 1 diabetes. It's a free 12-step ebook and audio training, and it'll teach you the key 12 steps to really getting started and losing weight in a sustainable way that also supports your blood sugars. So if you haven't already yet, take a couple seconds to download this free guide. You're going to love it. And if you have any questions about it, just hit me up on IG. And if you want to connect anyways, I'm on Instagram at Taja Kato. Send me a DM. I would love to connect with you over there. But in order to get your hands on the free audio training and ebook, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one. And I'll also link to this in the show notes. So the first thing, there's two tips, super easy. Um, the first thing is an I have to say, first of all, like not medical advice. This is just works for me. This is what my medical team has helped me with. We're also individual. So don't think like, oh, Taja's doctor said this for her, so it must work for me. No, like take everything with a grain of salt. Um, But the first thing you want to know is how much insulin does your body need per day? This is so important and this changed how I used Control IQ and again, at the very beginning, I hated it. But knowing how much insulin your body needs per day is super, super important. So I would almost suggest you guys, like if you don't, like just stepping on the scale one day is not gonna really give you that accurate um, amount that you weigh. And just like starting off on a new fitness endeavor, like whether your goal is to lose weight, maintain weight, build muscle, gain weight, like whatever it is, you want to, you know, weigh yourself for at least seven days. First thing in the morning, before you eat and drink anything, you want to be nude after you go to the bathroom. Like this is when your weight is going to be the most accurate. Weigh yourself for seven days, divide that number by seven, get an average of how much you're, you actually weigh per day, and then use this number to base like your insulin on. This is what I would do. I don't know if like a few pounds off is really going to matter, but my settings were not accurate in my pump. So this is another thing is like, I don't know what your settings are like in your insulin pump or how long you've used those settings because I'm the kind of person that is constantly going in and messing around with my settings based on the day, the month, like what I'm doing. I have all of these different profiles. I'm always switching things up and down. But this is not going to be accurate when you switch over to Control IQ because Control IQ doesn't care about your settings. Control IQ just uses your body weight, your current body weight, and that is one thing that they base your insulin off of, right? So it's really important that I think that you get like your accurate body weight right off the bat. And then your insulin per day, the amount of units that you take is going to be derived from this number. So 
Your medical team might have a completely different way of doing this. My medical team told me that you take your body weight in pounds and you multiply this number by 0.23. So that's the formula to figure out how many, how much insulin your body needs per day. So again, this is what has worked for me. It might look different for you. So you can ask your medical team if you like, or you know, do your own research, or you can try this formula and just see if it works for you. But again, um, just know that there's probably a bunch of different formulas out there. So that's the number one thing that you want to know, because if you do go into your pump settings and you look back at what your like total daily dose is, I would not use that number for your control IQ unless you know for sure that that number is derived off of like your current body weight to this day because otherwise your blood sugars are either going to be a lot higher or lower, I don't know, depending on what your settings are like. So just take that into account and really, um, that's just number one. Okay. Number two is sleep mode. So as you probably, you might know this, like inside of control IQ, there's different ranges that you can set based on what you're doing. So when you're sleeping, you can set it in a mode. (laughs) When you're exercising, you can set it in a mode. And then just during the day, there's a different mode that you can set it in. So this will keep your in-range target a little bit higher or a little bit lower based on what you're planning to do. Now, the tip here is when it comes to the control IQ settings, The regular setting keeps your blood sugars between 112 milligrams per deciliter to 140 milligrams per deciliter. So that's a little bit high for someone like myself. Um, Activity, when you put it on the activity range, it keeps you between 120 milligrams per deciliter and 140 milligrams per deciliter. So that is the range when you're exercising. I use that when I'm exercising, works fine. Again, depending on what kind of exercise I'm doing, but generally it it keeps my blood sugars in range. Um, and then your sleep mode keeps your blood sugars between 70 milligrams per deciliter and 100 milligrams per deciliter. So this is the mode that I put it on. I'm sleeping all day. <laughs> so according to my pump anyways. So I keep sleep mode on 24/7. That is one thing that you can do in order to just get that in-range target a little bit lower so that you can keep your blood sugars more stable throughout the day. So between getting your settings right and really making sure that your insulin is correct for your body weight. You really want to make sure that that's like number one. And then second, try putting it on sleep mode 24 seven and see if that helps you keep your blood sugars more stable throughout the day. All right. I hope this episode helps you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now.